You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip. I'm also a pedal pumping content creator and foot model, and you can get links to my work and socials on my website, MimiFootnip.com. Today's episode, we have listener emails, and I've got some announcements and... Um, and yeah, we'll just we'll just get right into it here today. Um, first email is a follow up. He says, "Hi Mimi, I just want to say thank you so much for reading my email on the Pedal Pumping podcast. It means a lot to me. I'm glad I was able to anonymously share my story with you and all of the other listeners. It felt really good to get it out there. I forgot to mention in my email that I graduated high school four years ago, and I am in college now." It slipped my mind when I wrote that email because I wanted to include as much detail as possible about my pedal pumping fetish and I was so nervous and excited about getting my story out there that I forgot to include some details. I'm a lot more comfortable with my pedal pumping fetish now than I was in high school. I hope to find a girlfriend someday that will be open to exploring my pedal pumping fetish with me so I can experience it for real. I would love to see her dominate her car's gas pedal with her right foot. Sorry for the long email. I just want to say thank you and give you a little update on what's happened with my pedal pumping fetish since high school and where I'm at with it nowadays. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the update. I love this. I love the fact that pedal pumping is a fetish that spans the generations, you know, like you're a college student and I, I know there are a lot of older pedal pumping fetish fans out there and I just think it's such a cool an amazing um, multi-generational fetish. I guess that I find it amazing just because it involves cars and cars change and evolve. And so the fact that young people are into pedal pumping just kind of warms my heart and makes me feel like pedal pumping has this beautiful future. And um, because some people argue, you know, oh, with car technology changing, the fetish is dying and blah, blah, blah. And I just... I don't know. I don't know what will happen. Who knows? But it does kind of scare me or uh, makes me a little fearful for the future when I think about that, like the legacy of pedal pumping may disappear into, you know, the sands of time kind of thing. But I love that. Anyway, I just love that you're a young guy into pedal pumping and you're optimistic about finding love and finding someone that can share your fetish with you and you're open about that. And that's just, that's just rad. Good for you. I'm so glad. I hope that, uh, I hope that we continue to move in that direction as a society, as a culture, being more open-minded to sexual diversity, including kink and fetish stuff. So yay, I appreciate you uh, updating me. And I also am, uh, really appreciate that sharing the story on the podcast was meaningful to you because I think it's really meaningful to a lot of the listeners and especially to me to get to kind of be the steward of your stories. So thank you. And anyone who's listening who wants to send me an email about your own personal journey with pedal pumping or, a, you know, some kind of sexy story or fantasy or something you would like me to talk more about on the pedal pumping podcast you can email me at mimifootnip at gmail.com 
I'm gonna <laughs> warn you, however, I don't always reply to the emails. So you'll have to listen to the podcast to hear me talk about it and I'll give my oral reply here. Um, I just get a lot of emails and, and I'm glad for that, but um, I don't always have the time or I should say I don't always make the time to reply to all of you guys. So <sighs> thank you. Uh, and But I do wanna encourage you to write to me. Um, and if you do want a reply from me, the most immediate way to reach me is through Sext Panther, and you do have to pay for that. But with my phone and things like OnlyFans or Patreon or social media or email, I have all my notifications turned off on my phone just because I need to live a chill, peaceful life. However, if you text me, on Sex Panther, it goes straight into my like text messages that are mixed in with like family and friends text messages. So it's like, I will get those alerts and I get them immediately. Uh, so that's the fastest and most direct way. And if you've sent me a text on Sex Panther, I respond as soon as humanly possible. If I'm like working or bike riding or something, I obviously like or I'm at a cell range or something, but um, those are those are the alerts that I actually see. Everything else I have to go digging around for, and I'm not always super on top of that. So that's my little caveat. All right, uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back. I've got a little bit of news and more emails. And we are back from the break. So I want to take a moment to thank all of my patrons who support this podcast so very generously. That would be uh, patrons Tevin, John V, Jim, Riker, Michael, DBM, Not a Golfer, Sheldon, Ray Sean, Steven, Eric F, Eric J, Cranking Fan, Rocket Man, Leo, Havaianas fan, and Robert. Thank you all so, so much for making this podcast possible and just supporting me and doing it. It's just fantastic. I recently posted to the Patreon uh, a photo that I found. So, okay, I'm going to back up a couple things. One, I'm moving to Hawaii next month and... I am going to be living there for about a year and I will be coming back to California, I don't know exactly when, but about a year from now. And I will also be returning to California somewhat periodically for, I don't know, you know, like all my family's here. I've got a house here and um, I'm going to actually, so this is kind of weird and complicated. I'm renting a place in Hawaii for a year. And then my house in California, I will still have. And then I'm going to be moving to another house in California. So at some point, I'm going to have to come home from Hawaii and move to a new house. Move out of the house I'm in now into a new house. And (laughs) this is like only pedal pumping podcast related in that it has to do with my mailbox, my cars, um, and the fact that as I've been kind of packing up my house, I've moved a lot and I've lived 
out of state and out of the country before. And so I'm pretty good about keeping my personal possessions to a minimum. But I do have a box of like old photos and I was going through it thinking, I bet there's a lot of like pictures of things that I I'm I could get rid of or blurry pictures or, you know, I was just kind of trying to like get that box of photos a, maybe a little smaller. And so the other day I was going through it, tossing stuff out, and I came across a picture of my rabbit, <laughs> my first car. And I posted it on Patreon. And it's kind of a funny picture, too, because there's two, like, neighborhood kids skateboarding, um, like, doing hand plants in the street, like, kind of off to the side. Well, I think the photo is really of the kids skateboarding, and then my car is featured prominently, like, right behind them. And I don't know. It's just such a – it's so cool to, to find that car. I know I have other pictures of both my rabbit and my CRX, and I believe somewhere I've got a picture of my Jetta. But they might be in a box of photos like at my mom's house or something. And so I'm gonna need to at some point, you know, find all that and go through it and probably get rid of a lot of stuff. But if I come across or when I come across those photos, I remember very clearly there's a photo of me when my when my CRX was pretty new new to me like would have been in like 91 and I'm standing in front of the passenger side door like posing and I'm standing and I'm wearing my at the time boyfriend's like boots I'm wearing like like these really like big man boots for some reason in this photo and I'm standing in front of the CRX. Anyway, I know that photo exists. I just need to find it. So I posted that picture on Patreon. It just brought back a flood of memories. It was really fun to share it with you guys. Thanks for your comments on it, uh, my patrons. And thank you for supporting the, the podcast. If you are a fan of the podcast and want to throw some support behind it and enjoy some of the fun stuff I post on Patreon, you can do so. You're welcome to join us over there. Go to patreon.com slash pedal pumping podcast. And that's where that's where the Patreon of the podcast lives. And you can join up. I also want to let you all know that because I'm moving, I've canceled my mailbox. So I had rented a mailbox And I want to thank everyone. Today I went and returned the key and grabbed my last package. Um, You all have been so generous sending me pantyhose and shoes and hoodies and all kinds of just fun gifts. And it's been really nice. I um, wasn't sure about getting a a mailbox. I was like, I don't know who's going to send me anything. But you guys did. And it was really fun. And... I'll I'll check out what the options will be in Hawaii as far as getting a mailbox. The mailbox that I had here was um, at the UPS store and it was actually funded by one of my, one of our, um, one of the supporters. So I got to say thank you for 
paying for my mailbox and which allowed a lot of other people to send me gifts and fun things and um, yeah so that was a really great experience but if you have my mailbox address please toss it out because it will you know it's closed I returned the key today and tomorrow it expires so so we're done with the mailbox if I get a new one in Hawaii if somebody wants to uh, volunteer to fund the mailbox that would be awesome and um, and I'll try to figure out what to do about that I will be coming back here eventually like I said so you know but that's like a year from now so of course on Hawaii my content is maybe gonna change a little bit I'm thinking I've talked about this before doing a little more brake failure I'll probably do some cranking too but I have plenty. Someone was saying like, oh, um, the Volvo's gone or the Porsche or whatever. And I'm like, oh, don't worry. There are lots of videos coming. Like OnlyFans is cute, got cute cranking videos queued up and like the Jeep and the Porsche and the Volvo for like, I don't know, the next five or six months. Uh, there's plenty of content and there's even footage that I haven't even edited. I just have like footage on hard drive. So there's no shortage of footage, just no more customs. You know, I can't create anything new, but there are, there's plenty of videos, plenty, plenty. And, you know, who knows, there will always be more new car adventures um, in the future. So definitely... I'm not worried about it anyway. I, I'm i excited to play around in new cars. Um, and by new cars, I mean new old cars. <laughs> so the other thing I'm thinking about, you guys, is maybe doing, like, making some content, some videos that involve, like, it's kind of a departure from pedal pumping. And so I'm not sure how everyone feels about this. I've been thinking about doing some videos that it would involve like foot jobs like on dildos not actual like human beings because that's so complicated when it comes to selling videos and the like on clips for sale or only fans you have to model release forms blah 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 kind of complicated um but I'm thinking about you know maybe doing some dildo foot job type videos or other types of content. I'm running a poll on OnlyFans and I've asked my OnlyFans subscribers what they'd like to see, you know, if if they would welcome that kind of content or they'd rather me not post it there. It's, you know, kind of more of a pedal pumping. I do some dangling and walking around in flip-flops and things like that, but mostly it's like pretty pedal pumping focused, my OnlyFans. Um, so I'm trying to decide like, do I want to post it on OnlyFans or should I just post it on clips for sale for people who are looking for that type of content on clips for sale? Um, I'm just curious. So if you are an OnlyFans subscriber, go and vote in my poll. Let me know. And if you don't vote, I guess I'll just assume that you don't care. Like either way is fine. Maybe it's not, you know, I think some people are fine just scrolling past the things they don't care to see and then some people might I don't know be triggered or be like I don't want to see I didn't come here for that I don't want you know so I'm just I don't want to um offend any of my longtime loyal fans on OnlyFans I really value 
and cherish your support over there and I like what what I've got going on and there's like I said I have so much content that there's really no shortage of, of pedal pumping videos to post there I just was thinking it might be fun to try something new and the reason why is because on sext panther I have some people who are maybe not as pedal pumping oriented but are more like femdom or just foot fetish oriented folks and they request that kind of video and I've been having a good time making them like it's fun um <laughs> so I was thinking, oh, maybe this is something I'm enjoying this, so maybe I should start, you know, posting this kind of stuff some other places. But I just, I'm trying to, I'm feeling it out. I want to know what you guys think, so you can let me know. All right. I have more emails and <laughs> we need to get to those. So um, I've got an email from HJ who is an early contributor to the podcast, and he says, Hi, it's been a bit. Just wanted to say hey and let you know I've listened to several of your podcasts recently. I had some work to do to catch up, and as always, great material. I love that you read and narrate stories. It's very sexy. You may not remember, but I've shared this fantasy with you in the past. I thought I would elaborate and give it to you in a story form. You're welcome to share it on your podcast or not, so here it goes. It was the summer of 1988, and I had been dating Leanne for probably six months. Leanne was really cute and had unbelievably cute feet. I would guess she was a size seven and a half. She always had a really nice tan in the summer. Her feet were very tan as well, and her toes were always painted cherry red. My dad had an airplane that he kept in a hangar, which became a storage spot for lots of stuff. One of the things we kept there was my mom's old 64 and a half Mustang, as we didn't want to sell it, but didn't have a place for it at our house. One Friday afternoon, my dad had indicated that the airplane was out of the hangar, and he asked if, on Saturday, I could take Leanne with me to go get the Mustang. It needed some work done, so we needed to bring it home. I said, of course, we can do it, and he reminded me it would need to be jump-started and not to forget the jumper cables. Saturday mid-morning, I picked Leanne up and asked her if she wouldn't mind going with me to get the Mustang. I said, well, take my car, a red Chevy S10 Blazer, to the airport, and then I'll drive the Mustang back to the house and she can drive my car. As soon as she got in the car, she slipped her flip-flops off. She went barefoot a lot in the summer and drove barefoot all the time, which drove me crazy. We pulled up to the front of the hangar and I went in and opened the door, then got back in my car and drove inside. I pulled up in front of the Mustang, which was back up against the back wall. I popped the hood to my car, grabbed the jumper cables, and we got out. I opened the hood of the Blazer and then opened the hood of the Mustang. I handed the keys to the Mustang to Leanne and asked her to put them in the ignition and then turn the headlights on so I could see if the battery had any charge at all. The car had been parked for close to a year, so I figured the battery was totally dead. I heard her pull out the knob for the light switch and nothing. I said, go ahead, turn them off. Hold on just a sec. Then I hooked up the jumper cables first to the Mustang, then to the Blazer. I then said, try the lights again. I heard the lights switch on and saw a dim pale yellow light come out of the headlights. 
Next, I spun the wing nut on the top of the air cleaner and took it off so the carburetor was exposed. As I was still under the hood, I said, pump the gas three or four times, then try it and see if it will start. I saw the throttle linkage start to move and the valve on the carburetor open and close four times, knowing that her pretty barefoot was just on the other side pumping the gas. The starter engaged and it was very slowly started to turn over. She cranked it for eight or ten seconds, then stopped. I took this as an opportunity to swing around to the passenger side and open the door. I slid into the passenger seat and said, This thing hasn't been started in probably a year, so it may take several tries to get it going. I said, Go ahead and try it again. She reached for the key and started cranking it again, and I said, Pump it. Her beautiful tan foot and red toes started rhythmically pumping the gas. I was absolutely mesmerized and was probably not hiding my excitement very well. After cranking it another eight or ten seconds and pumping it eight or ten times, she let go of the key. Again, I said, it may take several tries, but it will start. It's been sitting so long, it takes a bit to get it primed. We chatted for a minute or so. Then she asked, should I try it again? To which I said, yes, go ahead and try it. As she turned the key without me telling her to, she started pumping the gas. This time she cranked it for 20 seconds and was pumping it the entire time. When she let go of the key, she said, this thing really doesn't want to start. Yeah, I know. It's a real pain to get going when it has sat here this long. Leanne then says, I'm surprised I haven't flooded it by now. My, my stomach sinks. Well, I said, I don't smell gas, but who knows? I said, try it again and hold your foot to the floor. As she turned the key, her tan leg reached out in a straight line, her heel in the air, and her pretty red toes scrunched up and pinned the gas pedal flat to the floor. After cranking it for a good 20 seconds, the Mustang coughed, which startled her, causing her to let go of the key. I think we almost have it, she said, followed by, I think I flooded it. Again, she reached for the key, engaged the starter, and floored the gas pedal. After about 10 seconds, the car coughed to life and began running roughly. She sat there for a minute or so, her bare foot feathering the gas, smoothing out the idle. After a couple of minutes, I said, let's head out. She hopped out, got in the blazer, and backed out. I moved the Mustang out of the hangar, then closed the hangar door. As I drove the Mustang home, I slipped out of my flip-flops, knowing that my bare foot was on the pedal that had just been pumped and pinned to the floor by her pretty barefoot. It was almost too much. We dropped the Mustang at my house and then went to grab some lunch. Oh my, if only. Thanks, Mimi. Hope you have a great night. XOXO, HJ. And then HJ writes again and he says, okay, so a little follow-up. I thought of this story, then I got it in my head that I was going to send it to you. I started typing and got so excited I hit send before I went back through it. It's pretty rough, and if you like, I can edit it and add some detail to make it more interesting. If you would like me to, before you put it on your podcast, if you're going to put it on the podcast, I don't mean to sound presumptuous, but reading stories seems to be a popular thing for the podcast. Or if you're good with it as is, that's cool too. Also, just for some clarification, I really did date a girl named Leanne who was really cute and had cute feet and always had her toes painted cherry red, and she really did drive barefoot in the summer quite often, 
And my dad really did have an airplane in the hangar that, and we did store a 64 and a half Mustang there. So all the parts were there, just never did have the opportunity to get Leanne there to try to start the car. So that's the fantasy part. Just listen to today's podcast and I can't wait to see you driving it. Just need to figure out the Patreon thing. I know you said you had on Hawaiiana's flip-flops. I'm just curious if you kept them on while driving or if you drove barefoot. Super sexy either way. XOXO. Okay, HJ. The um, So I don't know, listeners, if you remember, but I read a story that HJ, um, he emailed me like early in the early days of the podcast, which is almost a year. We've been doing this for almost a year now, which is incredible. Um, about his mom's 64 and a half Mustang. And remember the pedal was broken? So I'm curious, in this story, you talk about there being a pedal rather than just kind of the wire like the rod I guess it's not a wire a rod coming out where the plastic pedal was broken off so as I'm reading this story I I don't know if it was that was before or after the pedal had broken but in my mind um the pedal is missing on this this particular 64 and a half Mustang that was featured in this story Either way, I love the story. I love the fact that um, you that it, it takes place in an airplane hangar because I have a lot of car memories. My dad had an airplane, and I spent my a lot of my life, my childhood, around airplanes and at the airport and at fly-ins and just general aviation. Uh, in general was like a big part of my life growing up so uh I can imagine you like pushing open the big heavy hanger door and you know the the Mustang in the back my dad had um a biplane like an aerobatic biplane and he had a couple friends who had airplanes who at that time it was really hard you had to be on a waiting list for like 10 years to get a hangar at our local municipal airport so um his friends like had their airplanes stashed in this hangar so it was like a jigsaw puzzle getting airplanes in and out of the hangar so there was like no extra room for storage but i know what you're talking about a lot of people who have hangars have cars and motorcycles and boats and furniture and all kinds of stuff stored in them um along with tools and all the things that you need for your airplane. I, what, I, what I'm super curious about is what kind of airplane did your dad have? And uh, I'm curious if you ever uh, flew or anything like that. I know that's not really pedal pumping related, but I'm a big airplane. Um, I wouldn't say I'm an airplane geek, but I'm a big airplane enthusiast. Like airplanes are just have, you know, just been a big part of my life. So something that not everyone has a background like that um it's actually quite unusual i suppose so when i meet someone who grew up with aviation i'm like oh <laughs> i just get excited i remember my brother in preschool um being like asking other little kids like well what kind of airplane does your dad have type of thing like to us it was just so normal um and not in like a pretentious way we were not I didn't grow up like rich my dad built his own airplane it was an experimental aircraft um, because he couldn't afford to buy one so he built one in our garage and um, 
anyway, <laughs> that was that was where like uh, that was my dad's hobby, I guess you could say. All right, so I love this story. Let's talk about HJ's story with Leanne and her cherry red toes and the Mustang. I I think that um, I think that this is a great fantasy story and one of the things that I like about it is that it feels very realistic her reaction in the story um, the setting the situation like the whole thing just feels very probable right and there's something about that I mean I do enjoy and appreciate the more like fantastic side of puddle pumping like the more outrageous scenarios but there's something about just like the simplicity of like a real life scenario that I don't know maybe it's like the girl next door kind of pedal pumping it's like the real thing like here she is just helping you out like jump starting a car that's been in storage for a while and isn't running um I don't know I really like this story um I just, I'm curious if in the story, because um, you clarify in the second email, like what parts are fantasy uh, and how much of the story is actual real, like truth. I'm just wondering, did she know about your pedal pumping fetish? Was that like, was she aware? Had you guys talked about it or played around or was she completely oblivious to it and I'm also curious for you HJ and other listeners is it is there an element I'm just I don't know I'm curious like is there an element of kink or sexiness if the woman or the pedal pumper it seems like usually it's a woman is unaware that it's a fetish and a turn on is that a turn on like the fact that she is unaware of what it's doing to you or is it a turn on that she is fully aware and she's doing it very intentionally like very deliberately like I know what I'm doing and I know that it's turning you on like oh I know the pumping the puddle like this gets you going or if it's like her naivete of like she's you know, just trying to jumpstart the car and she's worried she's flooding it. And like, is that, does that up the, the sexiness level, the turn on level? I'm super curious if you guys have a thought or feeling on that, email me or you can leave me a message, like an audio message too. And that's free. You can go to my website mimifootnip.com and go to the tab that says puddle pumping podcast and there should be a button there that says like leave a voice message I think you just have to enter your email uh in order to like register the voice message with the voice message system and then you can just leave me a voice message um and I can play it anonymously or not up to you uh on the podcast so if you you can you know, write me something or you can give me a uh, voice message either way. But I'm curious. I really want to know, like, do you like, do you like it when the woman knows that you are turned on or is it more fun and sexy that it's like a secret and she doesn't know that she has these like secret powers? 
<laughs> or however you want to think about it. I just, I'm curious. I want to know. Um, okay, let me see. I've been talking for quite a while, haven't I? I just have more to say about this. Um, I do like reading and narrating stories. I do think it's sexy too. And I'm glad that I'm glad to get this feedback because I, I'm not really sure, you know, do people like this? I know that the podcast has a loyal fan base, but it's small, you know, there's maybe like a hundred people that listen to this podcast regularly and to each and every one of you I thank you like you all matter and um yeah it it really it's not so much like the quantity it's not like I'm trying to be the next whatever big podcast it's more like we are a little um like a minority community like a fetish within a fetish or something and um, and it's just nice to like have a place to share and be open and ask questions. A lot of this, a lot of this podcast has been a place of exploration for me where I get to learn from you, which is so valuable to me as a model, as a pedal pumping content creator and model. Like I want to learn how to best, I don't know represent the fetish or of course find my own style in it but learn from the the diverse group of you listeners who have this fetish because you know everyone has their own take on it or their own perspective or their like emphasize different qualities in it and it's just so fascinating and fun and enlightening for me to get to have these conversations with you and learn from you as well as I think it provides you guys with a place to like I don't know what do I want to say like I've gotten so, so much feedback like thank you for sharing my story it means a lot to me so like I, I guess I just feel like maybe this this podcast also provides some benefit to the community as like a safe space. I hope it's a safe space, a space that um, welcomes and celebrates pedal pumping and the pedal pumping fetish and pedal pumping experiences. And I feel like it's such a great honor to, uh, like I said earlier, kind of be the steward of your stories. And I love narrating them. So I'm glad, HJ, that you sent me the story. And if you have more, please send them. Any listener who has a story that would like uh, like me to read it here on the podcast, please send it to me. And we'll just wrap up with that. Yeah, thank you so much for all your contributions, for your listenership, your support, your friendship. You guys are fantastic. Thanks for another great week of podcasting fun. And we'll meet back here and do it again next week.